Hi everyone, thanks for downloading and listening to the third edition or the third episode of Incorp Group's Pro Business Podcast Series. Uh, I am Eric here, the Chief Business Development Officer of the group and I have my partner in crime and colleague uh, Elton, who is our Deputy COO uh, with me today as well. Time flies Eric, we are at the third episode already. So what are we going to talk about today? We will be sharing and discussing about the fast-growing segment in Singapore, one of the key segments that the government has identified, which is the fund management and wealth management uh, space. And we will cover today several key info and insights into this industry that will help potential fund managers or fund management firms, as well as high net worth families and investors that to come into Singapore. That's right, Alton. Maybe some facts and figures to set the tone uh, of the fund management space uh, in Singapore. So as everybody would know, uh, Darwin today, uh, located in the heart of fast-growing Asia, right? Uh, Singapore has positioned itself over the last 10 years as a developed pan-Asia asset management uh, centre with a conducive environment for assets and all fund managers uh, and asset owners of high net worth uh, families to locate and hub their investment activities in the country. Over the last five years, right, uh, the industry's uh, asset under management, or AUM uh, as the industry term we have called it, expanded at a 14% compounded uh, annual growth rate, or CAGR, uh, over the last uh, five years. So I, I think these are impressive figures uh, for everybody's uh, reference out there. Yeah, especially in 2019, total AUM managed by Singapore-based fund and asset managers. Uh, this figure is estimated to hit uh, $4 trillion Sing dollars. Uh, in 2019, which is a 16% growth year on year, and we foresee this figure to grow by a minimum of 10% annually um, for the next two to three years. So, in addition to position Singapore as a leading fund domiciliation hub, the Singapore government has also launched the new variable capital companies or VCC uh, framework in January 2020 to provide a new corporate structure for investment funds which seeks to uh, facilitate the co-location of the fund managers, uh, fund management and domiciliation activities uh, in Singapore. So uh, this is very, also very clear cut that the government is uh, trying to compete, I would say, uh, Elton, uh, yes. with popular fund jurisdictions such as the Cayman as well as uh, Luxembourg for, for example. Yeah, yeah, Eric, thanks for sharing. And I think uh, we were part of the initial uh, discussion with uh, many many of the government agencies when they actually the VCC framework was rolled out. Mm. So I also want to add on to say that we have always been able to achieve this regional wealth management hub status because of several key regions that Singapore has. Number one, we do have very strong regulations as well as legal framework set out by a very stable and capable government. And I think political stability has always been one of the key factors why businesses choose to locate in Singapore. Secondly, we also have a very favourable corporate tax regime as well as fund tax incentive schemes that fund managers and family officers can avail themselves of, such as you know the 13H uh, and the 13X fund management scheme. Uh, 13R and 13X. Oh, 13R and 13X. As well as the large number of banking institutions and asset managers basing their Asia HQ out of Singapore, focusing on a wide array of fund types, which includes venture capital, PE, EAM, hedge funds, real estate funds, etc. So I, I think by now the audience would, uh, I mean we shared a lot of facts and figures, yes. right? It may be a bit overwhelming, but I guess uh, why we want to share all this is it's important for everyone who's listening in today to, to understand how big the industry is in Singapore 
and why so many funds, so many family offices, so many big banks of the world have co uh, located their operations and uh, fund management activities uh, out of Singapore. Um, so I guess it's, we should now talk a little bit about the regulations of how you want to set up a fund management or asset management company in Singapore. The Monetary Authority of Singapore, or MAS, is actually the central governing body uh, for fund and asset managers who wish to engage in the business uh, of fund management in the country. So there are essentially three main types of licenses or fund licenses available uh, in Singapore, namely the Venture Capital Fund Management or VCFM, the second one which is the Registered Fund Management Company or RFMC, and the third license will be what we call the Capital Market Services License or CMS uh, License. So uh, depending on the type of fund you're looking to set up and the type of investors you're looking to target, be it the institutional investors, be it the accredited investors, or be it the retail investors, uh, mums and pups um, uh, of the country, you will choose between the, the either types or the, the types of the three uh, uh, fund licenses that are available uh, in Singapore. So post setting up of the company and obtaining the relevant uh, license to operate, uh, your company should look to set up its fund vehicles uh, in Singapore uh, as well. As earlier shared uh, by us, right, uh, besides the traditional offshore tax haven jurisdictions where many fund managers of the world would like to set up their fund vehicles in, um, uh, the Singapore has uh, the VCC regime or the Variable Capital Company Scheme of which uh, is introduced by the government this year. The take-up rate has been tremendous, uh, Elton. Uh, we started the year with only 20 pilot names. Uh, as of uh, December, right, this figure has grown by 6x uh, wow. from the base okay. of 20. So in that sense, uh, we can see that the, uh, in the fund space, right, fund managers are looking to set up the fund vehicles using the VCC uh, regime uh, in Singapore because of the flexibilities uh, as well as the benefits that it can bring. So maybe Alton, we can share a little bit about what are some of the latest trends and why you know funds of the world or investors of the world will want to put their money in Singapore. Yeah, I think what Eric has mentioned earlier actually encapsulates basically the different regimes that we have, the different types of licenses that our central bank is able to give out. But having said that, all right, there are some of the key trends that we would like to share with you on why the Asia-Pac region, in particular Singapore, has been one of the key business centers that our asset managers would like to set up their base here in Singapore. Firstly, assets invested in Southeast Asia grew by 22% in 2019, which is up from 2018 of 0.4%. Some of the key areas of investment, which includes your sustainable or ESG investments, Despite the dampening impact of COVID-19 on investment sentiment, global net inflows into sustainable funds was 71.1 billion US dollars in the second quarter of 2020, which is a remarkable 72% increase compared to the previous quarter. In the PE and VC space, all right, the industry has registered a strong momentum in recent years. So Eric, you might know that especially the AUM has increased quite tremendously by 36% and we are now reaching about US 1.2 trillion in 2019, with Asia-Pac accounting for a quarter of the global and PE and VC market. The sustained growth in both of these space actually points to promising opportunities in private markets, and Singapore serves as a natural gateway to the region's private market opportunities, and uh, we will continue and expect to register 
strong growth in the coming years ahead. Oh, definitely. I guess for investors as well as tech, uh, fund managers uh, of the world out there, why you want to use Singapore as a spring bed uh, or the springboard uh, to set up your fund? Uh, I think the reason is very simple. as what uh, some of the figures and facts that uh, Elton has shared. I mean, because APEC as a country of growth is such a, uh, uh, such a big, fast-growing uh, economy or region. There are a lot of uh, well-known companies who are looking for PE money. There are a lot of promising tech companies who are looking for VC and PE money. So over the data that we have seen, right, large bulk of the AUM growth uh, in Asia-Pacific uh, at $1.2 trillion in 2019, for example, will continue to be the main growth story uh, for the rest of the world. So if you are a fund manager or investor, right, and you want to look at uh, investing or tapping into this uh, fast-growing region uh, uh, of the world, uh, Singapore will give you the perfect, I will say again, the springboard mm. uh, and the platform for you uh, to set up as well as get in touch into potential investment opportunities uh, in this part of the world. And at this, I, I will say, Alton, in uh, Singapore in recent, I would say in the recent one year has suddenly become the super ideal place in APEC to set up or to invest money uh, to because of the ongoing um, Hong Kong and China uh, issues which I think makes a lot of investors and fund managers uh, who uh, traditionally would prefer Hong Kong as a place to set up and invest uh, through their vehicles. They are increasing looking to, in a way, divert away from Hong Kong. Yeah. What yes. do you think? Yes, I think that is especially true. Especially, I think, recently, I think both of us have been involved in a quite a number of calls, All right, especially talking about Hong Kong companies as well as, uh, you know, families, offices moving into the Singapore space. And I think this is definitely very exciting for us, All right, especially for fund and asset managers around the world to consider setting up in Singapore to focus on Asia-Pacific-centric Asia investments. And uh, INCOP is actually well-placed to provide you with the structuring, tax advisory, accounting, and HR needs to have you set up all these different structures in Singapore. And as Eric has mentioned earlier, all right, we are one of the forerunners in this space and uh, we will continue to be working very closely with the government agencies, giving you the appropriate advice and uh, holding your hand through the entire application process all the way to getting your compliance needs settled so that you can focus on your main business. Uh, definitely. So we have a lot of experience in helping fund managers set up. Uh, for fund managers, the key thing will be in terms of how you structure the fund. Yeah. Right? I think this is something uh, that will be very useful and we, we have a lot of experience in working with fund managers based in Singapore. Uh, we also have a lot of experience uh, in advising high net worth families mm -hmm. who want to set up their single family offices. Uh, in Singapore, again, because they are putting their money into a triple-A rated uh, country with a very stable government. So again, for single-family officers, the, the key thing for high net worth families is to understand the structure, yeah. what is the best structure for them to set up depending on the family's uh, needs and objectives. So again, this is something uh, we have a lot of experience in, uh, especially again for the last uh, one year. Of course. So I, I guess we have spoken a lot uh, today already, but uh, that's all for our third episode. Uh, for more information, you can drop us an email or visit our website at www.incorp.asia. So uh, thanks for tuning in everyone. If you like the content that we heard uh, today, please share the podcast with your friends. Uh, and uh, tell them uh, about it. And in the meantime, stay tuned uh, 
for our next episode and uh, we are going to share a lot of new exciting content about uh, Singapore as a whole and then uh, yes so again thanks everyone and uh, thanks for tuning in thank you and see you all soon